welcome to 15 Minutes of Game, an improvised podcast about improv, because the internet needs another one. I'm Matt. And I'm Brian, and we're both performers and teachers at the CT Comedy Theater in Hartford, Connecticut. And we're going to explain improv comedy concepts to you in 15 minutes or less. From the moment our podcast starts, which means the clock is already running. Because if we can't explain something in 15 minutes, we'll never be able to explain it at all. Now, to explain the rules, Matt and I both know the concept or the idea that we're going to cover on the episode, but we have not discussed it beforehand. So there's a very good chance we're going to completely disagree. So sit back, relax, and listen to us talk for the next 14 minutes and 15 seconds about agreement. Yes, so no time for uh, dilly-dally or bantering, and this is actually our first episode, so uh, it's a bit of an experiment. Uh, Just right out of the gate. Yes. So agreement, Matt. Agreement. That's the first concept we selected. Yeah. Uh, 14 minutes. Go. For me, agreement is the most fundamental level of improv. Like, you can't build anything with somebody else unless you agree that you're even going to try. So I feel like there are a few different levels of agreement. I'm going to back up. What do you mean by if you you said agreeing to even try? Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? So the first level of agreement for me is you and I get on stage together. That's already agreeing to try. So the most basic level of agreement is agreeing that you're going to do a show or you're going to do a scene or you're just going to even get up and start talking for a monologue. Okay. For me, that's the first level of agreement. Wow. You're way deeper <laughs> about this than I am. Um, I remember at a workshop and a lot, you get a lot of questions. Are we doing this right? Doing this wrong? And I, I often say, if you're doing something, you're probably pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably uh, not the best answer. <laughs> no, I think that's great. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're trying it, like public speaking is, you know, people's number one fear, even over death. So like the fact that you're even getting up to do improv is like huge. Cool. Um, so that's my most basic level of agreement uh, for me. You know, that's just the way that I think about it. Cool. Um, The next level of agreement is uh, what we in improv call yes and. Um, Right. So that's that's where my brain goes, not to cut you off. That's immediately where my brain goes when you mentioned agreement. And again, we didn't discuss it, but um, I was like, oh, that's kind of like yes and. So I guess it's it's in the same book, but maybe not the same exact chapter in your brain. Yeah. Um, Yeah, totally. Because you're agreeing to – you're agreeing – by saying yes and, you're agreeing to what your scene partner has established. Um, and you can't actually do a scene unless you agree to what your scene partner has established. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't actually, when you say yes and, to me that means something different than literally saying yes, that the thing that you said is true, and here is something to build upon it. Yes and to me means you're agreeing with the situation that has uh, that we're establishing and you are trying to make the situation uh, better or worse or more fun. Um, you're trying to stay within the world of that situation that has already been established. That's what yes and means to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I agree there. And then coming back to the, just the agreement concept, I think there's a lot here. Um, often 
when you, when you do a show and you know you get a lot of questions like oh well you you knew some of that going in or you guys planned something <laughs> and something right it's actually kind of partly true because my thoughts on agreement is you you are agreeing to maybe um, a form a style a pace mm-hmm. uh, as you get to know your scene partners you even start to agree with okay I know so and so is probably going to be a little bit more aggressive a little bit louder. So and so might be a little bit more of a support player. That changes any given night. But you've also agreed to like roles and tropes and responsibilities up there, um, which is also I think falls under agreement more than just the yes and. Yeah, totally. Knowing uh, knowing how your teammates or your classmates or your scene partner, uh, knowing how they're going to react and knowing how you should, um, how you might best be able to support them is a huge part of agreement for me. Remember, I'll use a basketball memory to explain this in my brain. Uh, in 2008, when the Boston Celtics, they added um, Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett, like these amazingly great players. And they're like, all right, we're going to basically go for the championship right now. And there was a press conference and they were asking them, all right, you're all great players. You know, you're down one. There's five seconds left. Who's going to shoot at the end of the game? And both Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce immediately point to Ray Allen. I'm like, that's awesome. They're like, nope, this... <laughs> This is where we're going. We're all agreeing. This is the best shooter we have, regardless <laughs> of what's what. I love that. Like these superstars are agreeing. No, Ray shoots the ball. And as a yeah. UConn alumni, they were correct every time. <laughs> uh, I like Paul Pierce. Uh, I think Ray's a better improviser. That's not true. <laughs> he would be terrible. Actually, he would be so horrible. He's so rigid. <laughs> He'd be bad. I don't know. Any basketball player would probably be a pretty good improviser because you have to constantly like react to your surroundings. My Maybe not you many, know, verbally. Many basketball references I'm going to use <laughs> to explain <laughs> stuff. I use basketball or Pixar pretty much. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I cut you off. That was your no, you totally versions fine. of agreement. Keep going. Yeah. Um, so the next thing that I think about in agreement is like a little bit deeper. Um, so I think of like yes and as like the what of agreement. Okay. So like um, person one says – Hey, I'm your dad and I'm a dentist. Person two agrees and says, yes, you're my father and you're a great dentist. Mm-hmm. Super funny scene. Uh, every it scene should be exactly like hilarious. that. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next level of, of agreement to me is like how you say something. So like if person one comes out and is like shivering, person two would agree to the fact that it's cold out by coming out and like chattering her teeth and being like, oh my God, I'm so cold. Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, I wish we had actually built that log cabin instead of just arguing about it. Um, you know, something like that. So like the, how you agree is also a level of agreement for me because you see a lot of improvisers or I see a lot of improvisers who just like, you know, say yes. And, and they're like, yes, it is very cold out and I am very cold, but then they don't actually like show it in their body or like do anything to change it or like match the way that their scene partner is talking or like physically moving. Um, so I feel like that's an, another deeper level to agreement, at least for me. No, that's a good point. Um, yeah. Now I'm grasping your, your mindset around here. Yeah. So let's say you and I are both <laughs> up there. No, no. <laughs> um, you and I are both up there and you come out and you're like hunched over and you're holding like a lantern over your head and you're whispering, you're clearly looking at like cave drawings. And if I'm just standing completely upright and like not changing my voice and seeing around perfectly fine, I've in a sense completely disagreed with what you've established. Yeah. 
Although and I never said the word no, and I might be even saying the same words. Like, oh, look over here. There used to be a caveman, but I'm strutting around as if the ceiling does not affect my head. I have thus yeah. not agreed with you. Yeah. And like, you know, ju- it's not on any one person to agree to what the scene is. It's everybody has to agree together. Mm-hmm. So if I'm hunched over holding a lamp and you're strutting about wearing a top hat, like there's a, a classic, scene. Classic move of mine. Classic move. Brian's first go-to is strutting top about hat. with a top hat. Mm-hmm. Um, that might not be negation, right? Like that might not be you disagreeing with the basic premise of the world that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be, I want to see how uh fancy man goes spelunking. Like, you know, that could be an art critic uh, being taken on a tour to um, the French uh, caves, which I can't remember what they're called right now. But the, the French the, caves. They're called the yeah, French, the French caves. caves. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot harder. And I think that's something I like to uh, hit on a lot. I think agreement helps us. If you're agreeing, it makes it easier. So, like, if you were to do the cave scene, this brilliant scene we've already painted in our minds, and everything's awesome, it's the best scene ever, and I come out in my classic top hat. You have to work a lot harder to figure out what the heck is going on versus if I come hunched over as your assistant or someone who lives in the cave, just something that should belong there. Um, way, way easier. Yeah. And, you know, improv is not supposed to be hard. It's it's uh, it's fun and silly and weird. But it doesn't have to be overly complicated. Yeah. And I mean, there's certainly a place for a uh, top hat guy goes spelunking. Like that's a really, that's an interesting, fun scene. Uh but you you do have to work harder to agree to that, especially when somebody's come in and set up like we're hunched over, we're whispering, there are bats around, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a great example. Now, what about the opposite? Um, mm-hmm. And we've kind of touched on it. Uh, <laughs> risk of well, we'll just make stuff up. That's what we're doing. <laughs> So top of the scene, and what if there's just a whole bunch of non-agreement, not necessarily disagreement? Mm-hmm. Five different ideas at once. Sure. That does happen. All the time, yeah. Thoughts on um, that? So uh, for that, I think that the agreement would be deciding how these five different ideas intersect. Oh, okay. Because um, you don't want to... You, you never want to drop something completely in improv. Like if, uh, if we find out that you have a top hat on and then you, uh, we're in a cave and you have to take your top hat off to get into the next room of the cave, you want to put that top hat right back on your head. Cause you're mm-hmm. a fancy man. You don't want to drop that fancy man. Um, but we also need to figure out that that's how those things interact. Um, if I, uh, if there's five different ideas, like if we're one of us thinks we're in a cave, one of us thinks that we're at a ballroom party being a fancy man. Um, somebody else comes on to help support and is like, Oh, you guys are all dentists. Uh, then we figure out how those three different ideas work together. And we, you know, without dropping any of the big concepts of the big three Mm -hmm. of those three things, um, we figure out how to agree and find sort of the middle circle of the Venn diagram. Cool. Venn diagram. <laughs> I do think that if you have five ideas and that's an extreme case, right? That's pretty yeah. rare. Two is very common. 
I yes. think at a certain point, and maybe this would be our first subtle disagreement, is I think it's okay, like, if you got three out there, you could drop one. Especially if it's a minor. Like, if a person in the top hat also went to Princeton, that might never come up. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't... Maybe we can drop that silly choice. Or um, if if you decide that you go to Princeton and you've said it, and that's true, maybe you're a fancy man in top hat who loves to brag about the fact that he went to Princeton. It doesn't have to uh, overrun the scene, mm-hmm. but you can keep it in there for, like, color for the scene. Yeah, totally. Um, I just do see sometimes uh, groups working overtime to make sure. Almost like every idea gets equal time. Oh, versus, you don't want that. Maybe, maybe what you're saying <laughs> is more like honor the thing that was said and decided upon. However, you don't need five main ideas. That's a messy, oh. messy scene. Yeah, you don't want five main ideas. You want one idea for a scene, and then you build on that. It's like trying to build five houses simultaneously. <laughs> that would be so hard. Build I've one it. thing. I've done it a few times. Um, sure. Sure. So I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-huh. About three minutes. So with agreement. So let's use this example of multiple ideas at once. Let's see. You have, let's see. As a team, we had to agree. Are we going to pick the? Are we going to jump on the first idea, or our so-called favorite idea? I mean, you want to try and go with the first idea, but there's a lot of times when the first idea isn't the most fun idea. Mm-hmm. Um, if I mean, like, do the funnest thing, and we'll all, that's a word now, um, and sure. we'll all agree that uh, funnest is a real word. Um, <laughs> so I think that the thing that you can agree on is the thing, so for that example, if you have five different ideas, and one is like, um, we're all zombies, uh, you know, if somebody hasn't said their idea out loud, but it's just sort of like incorporating it into their body, you can find ways to build that into a character mm-hmm. to um, follow somebody else's idea uh, without, you know, totally dropping either of the things. Right. Um, yeah. Does that That's make any sense? Think... I'm sorry? Did that make any sense? No, but I do think <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally did. I think, that, again, that's why you want to agree early often and you won't have a million ideas if you come out you're in your cave you're holding your lantern and i just match it or at least agree even if i do come up with my top hat at least honor that we're in a cave yeah agree with the big choice Uh, yeah and if somebody says literally i'm in a cave and you're like i'm a top hat fancy man in a ballroom then oh boy you're off to a rough start buckle up it's gonna be a fun (laughs) one (laughs) why do you love agreement why was this your, this is clear. You picked this for their first topic for some reason. I'm curious why. Because you can't do a scene without agreeing at least to do the scene. Uh, you can't agree to, you can't have a scene where two people are just straight up fighting. Interesting. All right. I agree. Well, that's our time. Um, so we've mastered this. So everyone should know how to do agreement in improv <laughs> forever. And uh, mm-hmm. that's it. I think we'll have a, another episode soon with a new topic, right, Matt? Yeah, totally. Uh, I don't remember what the next topic is. Oh, it's the five rules of improv at CT. That's our next topic. Yeah, we're going to hit five topics in 15 minutes. So uh, that should be fun. So look for our next episode where we cover our five principles of improv. Otherwise, my name is Matt. And my name is Brian. (laughs) We agreed. All right. Thanks. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.